We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's good, everybody? Before we get into today's episode, big ups to the members of the Patreon. We got Jake Powers, Mike Wozniak, Corey Johnson Hoops, Derek Plates, Devin Rendon, Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Daniel Gibson, and Ryan Pisner. And special shout out to Ashley Elizabeth, a one-year contribution to the Patreon. God bless your beautiful soul, Ashley. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone who contributes to the Patreon. The episode that you're about to hear right now is with Brianna Siaka. Brianna is a contestant in beauty pageants she's competed in miss new york she's won miss long island it was a really cool and fun and different conversation i've wanted to get brianna on the show for a long time now we've known each other for a little bit a really cool and interesting story Uh, as you guys all know and we mentioned it on the show i absolutely love olivia colpo great girl shout out to christian mccaffrey great guy so we dive into that world. I'm always fascinated by interesting, and I think Brianna has a really interesting story. So show some love on social media to her, to the show at Veterans Minimum, at the Lamb Shows where you can find me. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you can hear Monday's episode and moving forward every episode a week early before it drops. So shout out to everybody that has listened. Another successful season. We're coming up on some big news for the program. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast and chill with former Miss Long Island, Brianna Siaka.
for respect in my city. I'm working off for respect. Yeah. You think you got it? I got it for real. You think you got what I got? Uh. This one for those they forget in my city. This one for those they forget. Yeah. This dog off the leash and it's ready to kill. Yeah. Homie, go finish your meal. I'm coming for real. Do you know why I do that? No. So. When, clapping for me? Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> clapping for you. But also, it helps me line up the audio. Okay. So I get the audio from the cameras, and then I get the audio from here, and it'll be like the spikes. Mm. You ever seen the thing in Hollywood where they're like action? Yep. I don't know what the name of it is, but that's what I do here with the audio. Okay. So then when I edit, it's just easier for me to be able to line up the audio, and then I mute the cameras. It's a whole process. I'm boring you now with That's technology. That's so cool. Yeah. Wait, I want to do my mic like you. How'd you do that? I told you. Oh, you good. can adjust I got it. it. I got no, it. no, but you got to like move it closer to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretend like you're <laughs> about to eat. That's like what it would be. Okay. Affecting. Okay, cool. Three, two, one. Joining me on the show, Brianna Siaka. Did I say that right? Yes. I don't think okay. I asked you how to pronounce it, but Wait, I figured it was Siaka. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty nice with like pronunciation. People mess it up all the time. What's the weirdest one you've gotten? <sighs> Chaka. I don't know. I don't some some weird stuff, but Ch either. well, whoever said Chaka is an it's, idiot it's, because but it's it's actually pronounced like that because it comes from Italy. So it's Shaka. It's a little town in Sicily. So that's where it derives from. So I'm like surprised people pronounce it like that, but they mess it up hard. I so get you, you did it right. <laughs> I get Diaz a lot because it's Deus. Oh, like on the Deus, like oh, this speaker is on the Deus. Yeah. Or day is like what day is it? You just like say it quick. But I get. I've been saying Diaz. <laughs> oh, dude, all the time. I get Diaz for years, even mail. Yeah. I'll get mail and it's like Diaz. I'm like, well, I'm not opening that up. For <laughs> But uh, thank you for coming on the show. I've been trying to get you on for a while. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to be here. Studio's sick. Thank I'm really you. happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Killing that. It. Um, yeah, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying. I shared some news with you that I can't share with other people yet because it's uh, confidential. Yeah. So it gave you a little VIP treatment as well. I thank you for so the, special. the round <laughs> of applause. But I, I wanted to ask you something. I want to just get an idea because I've been having this issue. I'm a big Kid Cudi fan. Okay. And his new album just dropped. All right. You're probably asking the wrong person. No, 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 no. I'm not, so, like, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen to everything. Um, but you're going to laugh. I love country music. Okay. And it's so, it's shocking because I'm, like, from Long Island. I'm mm. a New Yorker. What business do I have listening to country music, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I do like hip-hop. I love old-school R&B. So, I dabble, you know. The reason why I asked that is I don't want you to break down the new Kid Cudi album for me, but I want to use that as like the concept of this question I'm going to ask you where okay. when an artist that you're a fan of drops a new album, how many times through do you listen before you're like, that shit was trash or mm. that was dope? Because I'm in a weird spot. I don't know. I think if I really enjoy one track, like I'll listen to that over and over and then I'll kind of like ease my way into the other tracks and then decide from there but i think like i don't know once or twice you know i feel like if the album's good or not do you disagree no i think um i think anything more than three i really like kid cuddy 
Yeah. So maybe I'll give it an extra shot if I if I really love the artist. Right, but if you don't, I feel like after one you have an idea. Yeah, it's like that was you feel it or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> are you not feeling this one? Maybe because the expectations were really high. Uh they're they like hyped three, it up. <laughs> yeah, man. There's like there's like three or four songs that I really enjoy. Yeah. But I don't That's know, a solid chunk of the album though. No? Yeah. I think it's like fifteen songs. Okay. So maybe like a fourth of it is dope, but <laughs> the rest is trash. Yeah. So yo, Cuddy, if you ever hear this, man, yo. I'm a big fan, dude. I appreciate you. But um I wanted to get you on for a while. Mm-hmm. You have a really unique and interesting uh, story and life. <laughs> no, you don't think so? No, I do. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you can flex a little bit. Yeah. You can be humble. No, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. I, I like that word um, to describe it, but it's, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I feel like I, I love to dabble in things, so I have experience and like stories for everything, you know, so... I think because I get bored quickly. <laughs> yeah. So for those that might not have an idea of what I'm talking about, because I've also done a terrible job of actually introducing as far as like what you do, we're talking to a, what are your accolades? You're uh Miss, you won Miss Long Island. 2018. I'm Miss Long Island 2018. Um, I uh, placed top five in Miss New York. That same for the, year? For the, yeah. For the past five years. So. Yeah. Consistent. <laughs> Consistent. I like that. Consistent, right? Um, yeah. I model. I ring card. I, I mean, I also work a corporate job. I do a little interior design. Like, I'm, I'm all over. <laughs> so, as far as interior design, what we're in. Uh... I am honestly so surprised. For a guy, like, this is... You got it. Oh, you got it. Oh, thank you. Got you. It. Thank you. That, that, especially coming from know. you who knows about interior designing. I don't know anything about interior designing. I mean, I think you have an eye, like what looks good and what doesn't. So I changed it up a little bit because I had these these foam squares that you see. Yeah. I had it red, black, red, black, red, right. black. I remember seeing and it like was, this. Yeah, like, like the ceiling. They came, mm-hmm. yo, what the fuck? You just gave away my oh. secrets. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. Uh, so I, I, the other day I was just looking at it and... I don't want to say I'm a neat freak, but there was like little spaces. And I was just like, fuck, yo. What is that over there? And I'm trying so hard to adjust it. I just took everything down. And mm-hmm. then I just made it one side, one color, the other side, the other color. And so far, everyone's like, yo, this looks way better. looks yeah, cleaner looks and good. sharper. I mean, I've seen, I have brothers. So I know, I know like what guys' places look like. But this is good. Good for you. You're thank you. It. Thank you. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. been cool. It's been a nice transition. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But I want to go back to you. So top five, Miss New York. You won Miss Long Island. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing this stuff? I started in 2016. Just like a random. I remember like seeing a like a random um, article in my college magazine, and it was the reigning Miss New York USA and she like told her whole story and like it was just so inspiring so I'm like how do I do this like I want to sign up so I signed up that very day knowing nothing about pageantry I had no idea what I was getting myself into and I was in for a rude awakening (laughs) I learned a lot in a very short amount of time so 2008 uh, 16 so that's five years ago Uh, Mm -hmm. where'd you go to school Pace University okay cool Yeah. yeah 
I went to like five different colleges. It was it was a mess. I went to Buffalo State to play college football. I kicked there for a year. In between my the the fall and spring semester of my sophomore year, I transferred and went to CW Post. Mm. My parents bought a house from Astoria to in Glen Cove. I go there for the spring and fall semester, and then I get flagged for. Um, I had four different addresses Uh-oh. <clears throat> in six months. So I had my Astoria address, my Buffalo State dorm, like as far as like receiving mail. We moved from Astoria to my grandma's house in Jamaica for three months until like the closing and all that shit was. And yeah. instead of paying rent at the old apartment, we'll just like save that money for the closing and all that. Like buying a house is out of control. And then yeah. I have my Long Island address. So I lose like scholarship and grant money. So no. then I have to pay like it's a private school CW post yeah a lot of money to have to dish out so then I took a year and a half off from school and then I went to Nassau community okay from there I took another year off after that where's the CW post in Long Island it's on uh by Old Brookville what it's on Northern Boulevard it's in Glen Cove oh I didn't know that it's in between like Glen Cove and I don't want to say Roslyn but it's around there they had multiple campuses I think one used to be in Brentwood Yes, and then mm-hmm. there was also there's a, a Brooklyn campus as well. Oh, yeah. So, cool. and then from there, I went to Queens College for half a semester, okay. and I'm like 24 years old. I've shared this story before. I'm 24 24 years old. I had just started doing the podcast for about six months. I just a friend of mine, Kathy. We we grew up together from like elementary school, junior high school, high school, and we linked up again when I was in college, and we would always go and grab lunch together because like I had long ass days yeah as far as like my first class was at 11 30 oh like spread out schedule. yeah and then yeah. my night class monday nights was at 6 30 so instead okay. of going all the way home and then coming back because i also had like a three o'clock class oh. so i didn't have time to go commute i would just right. stay there on campus <clears throat> and she's like dude all you do is fucking talk about your show <laughs> she's like that's all you talk about i was like yo it's all i love doing yeah you should just do that then yeah yo that same day i'm in my greek class and i'm sitting back i'm like I speak Greek. I read it. Yeah. I'm very fluent in it. Whenever I speak it, people are like, yo, you're not American. That's so Your cool. Your Greek is like as if you were actually from Greece. Nice. So I just got up and I was like, yo, <coughs> I'm out. I told my teacher, I was like, I'm out. She's like, where are you going? I was like, I'm out. Like, I'm just like not coming back. She's like, really? And she's telling me in Greek, like, you're making a big mistake. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll figure it out. I was like, I'm a, in my head, like at my core, I'm a hustler. Yeah. I thrive in chaos and in back against the wall. Mm. I'll figure out a way. It might wow. not be overnight, but that's just That's a good trait. I get not it from my pops. <laughs> yeah, I get it from my pops. Like my dad is an immigrant from Greece, didn't know the language, came over here and yeah. just he does the coffee thing in the city and he's I've never been on a family vacation with my parents. And that's like a bucket list thing of mine. Oh. I saw hard work yeah like from yeah. him like never having a day off i know i went a little bit off on. i know no i love the story the i feel like yeah i love i love it so you you see this article in a magazine or whatever is there recruiting say i'm a recruit is there like i see someone like you and i'm like oh yo she could be in beauty pageants and then I come over to you. I'm like, oh, here's my card. I know this sounds like super creepy, but yeah. like, here's my card. I think you'd be great. Yeah. I So for that's how I was recruited for Miss Long Island. So in the audience, my first year competing for Miss New York, they the um, directors for Miss Long Island saw my family. 
and they're like, your daughter's from Brentwood, like have her compete here. You know, if she doesn't, she doesn't win this today, you know, and they gave them the card and everything. And my family was so excited. They never gave me that card. Um, but they ended up reaching out to me on Instagram. They're like, you should compete for our title. And I did. And I won. So it was really fun. So that's in 2016. That that was 2018. I was already competing two, two years for two years. Those two years, like, do you go to like your town and is there like a town like what are the stages to get to long island miss long island there there are no real like requirements or you know prerequisites it's just if you live in long island you you're a resident of long island you're from ages 19 to 27 um yeah and you could just sign up for the pageant and it's there's like some funding you have to pay a lot of fees and but yeah, anyone can sign up. But um, for Miss New York specifically, they do a screening call. Like they'll call you and kind of do a phone interview with you and see if, you know, they want you to be a part of the pageant. And you have to send photos, you have to send videos, and, you know, they'll put you through the next round. And for Miss New York, it's usually like 200 women from around the state. Um, so she was telling me this when I got my interview fo- call after I read that article. She was like, you know, it was 200 women, you know, 200 of the best women from <laughs> from New York, um, you know, coming to compete for this one crown. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And I, I knew, I'm like, I, I know nothing about pageants. I was in way over my head. So I, I hired a coach. I did the whole thing, and I, I – just focused hard for like four straight months. There's a coach? There are coaches. Yeah. So my coach, I, I found her on the internet. She was Miss New Jersey 2008. She She's a total bombshell. Um, <laughs> like, what do you The biggest expect? surprise of the podcast. Someone that total won. Total <laughs> bombshell. She plays top five at Miss USA. Like, she knew what she was doing. So mm-hmm. when I spoke to her... She, I didn't know this at the time, like she's selective with her clients. And I remember her saying to me, um, like having one look at me, she goes, we're going to win. Huh. And I was like, I know nothing about pageants, Tiffany. Like, she's like, we're going to get you that crown. We're going to win. And I'm like, here I am, some random, like a girl from Long Island, you know, a Brentwood and, you know, not having any confidence you know like Brentwood is super over overpopulated like you were treated as a number like it wasn't an environment to like find your full potential so I was just like I didn't see myself that way when she said that I was like whoa okay maybe she's just joking but later I learned that she wasn't kidding (laughs) so we we really went to work and um you know pageant weekend came and we crushed it now, this is all for Miss Long Island. This was for my first year competing at Miss New York, my first ever pageant in 2016. So so you skipped the Long Island part of it and went straight to I the state? I skipped the Long Island. It's not, I mean, it's pretty traditional to do that. Long Island, um, you could just sign up and they'll sponsor your way to Miss New York or you sponsor yourself to Miss New York. So you could sign up for a local pageant and they'll, you know, pay for your gown, your training, your sponsor, your sponsorship fees, and they'll put you through the pageant. 
But if you just want to sign up for Miss New York, you have to interview on the phone and do all of that and then pay your own way through. So you have no sponsors, just you. That's the only difference. Hmm. So you don't need to necessarily take certain steps to get to Miss New York. So that was one of like the questions that I had. Like, what are the steps for you to get to? I thought, again, I'm an idiot. I know nothing about this. That's why you're on here. Um, <laughs> I thought it was like, yo, you win your region or your town. Yeah. From there, you win your borough or county. No, yeah. And then from there, you're like, oh, you're, you're all right. We have Miss Long Island. We have Miss... I was going to say Suffolk, but like that's Long Island too. Like yeah, you have yeah. Miss Queens or Miss Brooklyn, whatever it might be. And then, cause I had a friend I went to college with, uh, Desiree Wiley. She was Miss Buffalo. And then she was, I think second 2010, 11, 12, like around there. Cause we were still in college together. Okay. Um, in Miss New York. Oh yeah. She, they'll do like local, local titles like that, but it's not, that's not a requirement no. for you to go into your state. No, it's not. Um, yeah, no, it's not. It's it's just like an easier way to get to states. And I I personally signed up for Miss Long Island because Miss New York is expensive. And I found out that they pay for everything. And, you know, they're your coaches. And, like, they make it so easy for you. So I'm like, I'm going to com- compete for Miss New York anyway. Like, I have a pageant bug in me, and I'm like, I'm going for that title, so I might as well have some help. So I did this pageant, like, super last minute, and they they helped me all the way through. So, but you could just sign up. The The sponsor thing that you're talking about, is that process expensive, like, for you to fund to go into Miss New York? Yeah. So it's about $2,000 to sign up. Actually, Just to sign up? No, it's $275 just to sign up. That's a registration fee. And then you have sponsorship fees. They're like, they break it down for you, but at the end of it, it's like two grand. And then gown, and then swimsuit, and then training, and like everything piles up. I think my first year I spent about 10 grand. Stop. Competing for Miss New York USA, yeah. And I knew how expensive it was going to be because she started rattling off all these fees on the phone, and I'm like holy cow, like, I don't even have a job. I'm in college. You know, how am I going to afford this? And how then did you? I, um, I, I, spoke, I started funding, like fundraising. I worked at the Waldorf Astoria at the time. I was like reaching out to people, like business people The one I in the knew. city? Yeah. Bro, that's where my cart is. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> right <laughs> across the street. This. I know. That's crazy. I probably got coffee from you back in the day. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Was the coffee good? Just say yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah super go. good. <laughs> that's so wild. Now it's not a hotel no more. It's like a residential, uh, it's like, it's chaos. It's there's always really like, sad. Not riots, but there's always protests out there. Like it's yeah. some sketchy shit that went down. That I used want to be, a protest out there. <clears throat> that was a landmark historical yeah. american landmark yeah and we the chinese make, uh-huh. purchased it like it's it's really sad it's really sad i would see hundreds of actors yeah. when teams would come into play they'd stay there every single president stayed oh, there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's was... like a secret underground subway at the bottom there yeah. was anytime they would have the un meeting in the city yeah we would get kicked out from our corner 
we would be able to like all the streets are closed. All the streets are closed, but my dad's been there twenty seven years. Yeah. Right. So like they know him. Okay. So they'd be like, "Yo, Tony, just move up. Like instead of being on the corner, go like halfway up the block." Mm. And we would always kill it those days. But the thing that sucked was there was one year where Monday at nine o'clock in the morning, like, "Yo, y'all gotta leave. You can't be here." It's like fuck. So like that week, we would order every day. Like usually, we get our order for the whole week. But with that, it's like, yo, every day's a coin flip. But the days we would work, we were making like double what we were, because it's all these CIA and secret agents yeah. and shit, and it was crazy. Yep. And then <clears throat> towards the tail end of the week, the presidents would come out in and like all the big prime ministers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would be fucking. Oh my gosh, those were the days. So I used to get like patted would... down in the hallways. Like I take the service elevator and I used to get patted down like every 10 minutes. They would bring the service dogs to us. Oh. And it was weird because we had propane tanks. Oh, no. So, like, luckily they understood, like, yo, this is part of our job. You know, yeah. like, we're here. I, I work in a in a business where, like, I get a lot of customers that come up to me and they'll be like, yo, you're white? Like, you're, <laughs> you're not, like, because it's a predominantly Arabic business, like yeah. the street vendor, you know? And my dad is, like, off the boat Greek. Yeah. Speak to my dad for three seconds. He'd be like, oh, yeah, you, you're not from there. <laughs> so when they hear me... Like, yo, this is cool. Like, we didn't know that people like you work here. Yeah. But uh, so so you're working at the Waldorf and you're raising all this money. Yeah. And um, I had a, a few friends like from internships and just like connections. And I'm like, hey, I'm competing for Miss New York. Would you mind? You know, blah, blah, blah. And that's what friends are for, too. Exactly. Yeah, I'm of like, course. You know, this is kind of random for me and I'm just giving it a go would you want to support, you know? So I, I ended up funding, self-funding and, um, you know, raising all of that money. And then, um, yeah. And then I was like, if I'm spending all this money on this pageant, like I better do well, you know, like I gotta, I gotta place, you know, this is an investment. So that's why I hired the coach. Is there, when you place, like what are the, the spots that place? Um, so how many, first of all, how many girls? Yeah. Like when you did Miss Long Island, how many girls are there? Actually, no, no, not Miss Long Island. Miss New York. How many girls are there? Usually there are like 200 women competing. 200. Damn. Yeah. So 200 women. So the competition is broken down into three parts. Um, interview, it's done behind closed doors. So the 200 women that are competing all do an interview. And the next day, the second part of competition is swimsuit. So everyone gets to do swimsuit and then evening gown. Everyone gets to do evening gown. So that's the preliminary show the next day after the interviews. And then the final show, almost immediately, they make a huge cut to 20 women. So that final show is essentially just focused on these 20 women competing in swimsuit, competing in evening gown. Then they cut it to five. And then you answer like a super political question on stage out of a fishbowl. And what kind of question did you get? Do you remember? It was like about like race relations. Like uh, it was, should there be a certain, uh, I don't know. uh, it, It was basically like, should we let this race into the country, even though they're associated with blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's, That's ridiculous. A weird question to yeah. ask, no? I think because there was a lot of like terrorist attacks. I, I don't remember what was going on in the world, but it was a very relevant question. 
And they were like, should there be uh, a certain procedure um, when letting in, you know, XYZ religion into the country? And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with a beauty pageant? So, right. But um, they want to see that you can answer any question on the spot. They want to see you're able to represent New York at Miss USA. Like they want to see that you can think on your toes, can speak to a crowd, not knowing what's going to be coming your way. So, I mean, it's super tough. And, you know, what do I know about race relations? You know, like, um, but yeah. If I got asked that question, my mind shuts off when politics come up. Yeah. Like you have no idea how fast. I know that there's Democrats and Republicans. That's about it. I don't, I don't even know what leaning left and right means. Mm. (laughs) I'm being completely honest with you. I just, it just... It's just not your. It's team. just not yeah. my thing. Yeah. Like it's just so to hear that is is wow. What kind of questions is in the interview? They just really want to get to know you. That's the only chance that the judges get to have alone with you. Hmm. So they, is it like you're you're behind a desk and there there's like the panel? I'm standing or? right in the middle of a room behind a panel of like seven judges. They're just sitting there spit firing questions one after the other after like. You're being it's like interrogated. So, yeah, it's intense. Yeah. I'm sweating. My knees are buckling the whole nine. Yeah. Damn. So, that, I, so I was going to be a Nassau County police officer. Yeah. I've told this story so many times, but long story short, I got a speeding ticket. I did a 70 and a 50. Right, right. And I then I had to pay a retainer fee and I had to pay a lawyer to get it overturned and whatnot. So I had gotten pretty deep into the process. And when I went to the orientation, and they did something like that, too. They had all of us in there. Mm. And um, we had to take a drug test. And, like, you have to have your hand up and, like, make sure, like, your back is to them. All right. With your left hand, grab the sample. Right hand on butt. Like, it was crazy. What? You have to, like, pee. Like, you're not peeing in a bathroom. You're no. peeing, like, out in the open, kind of. But you have your back to them and shit. Okay. <clears throat> and they're asking you, like, a bunch of questions because you had sent all this paperwork years before yeah so they want to make sure that you're telling the truth and it's like matching like yeah they're like oh we're gonna drug test you now you ready i was like yeah no problem i'll go i'll go first like it's cool they're like what i was like yeah man i've never like smoked weed i've never done like any drugs i was like i drink occasionally i don't even drink that much anymore because i had went through a body transformation where like i was 246 pounds like yeah. the heaviest dude i was round like my neck was like <laughs> it was bad it was so bad <clears throat> I was the dude who, like, when all my high school friends would see me or even my friends from the neighborhood would see me when I came back from college, like, dude, what the fuck happened to you? And I was like, damn, Freshman 50. 50, yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. So um, I had went through this, like, body transformation where, like, I stopped drinking. I was eating right. So I had, I was like, yo, I don't really drink anymore because, look, like, I took my working out serious. And they're like, yo, that's. That's very good of you. And, yeah. you know, that shows like discipline, which was a big thing for them. So, like, I'm very familiar with the whole interrogating process oh, with that with you. That's the Do worst. you remember any question or, or were the interview questions were a lot more rational than you picked out of the jar race relations? Yeah. I mean, so I learned later on that if they don't take you seriously, they'll ask you, like, what's your favorite color or like, why are you here what's the most exciting part about the weekend you're looking for or some like super light questions but I got um oh I remember so one of my biggest 
role models in life. It's um, this woman named Ebony K. Williams. And I met her that very day and she was interviewing me. She's a lawyer. She's a, uh, a newscaster. Like she's just super badass. And um, I think she's actually going to be on Real Housewives of New York um, the upcoming season. But anyway. Safe to say you'll be watching. Of course. And like that's <laughs> not I – don't, I don't watch that show, but I'll watch it now. She's just amazing. So – on the interview sheet that that you have to fill out and give to all the judges, one of them was like, who is your biggest inspiration and why? And at the time, I said, Marissa Meyer. She was the CEO of Yahoo. And I'm like, I want to be a CEO one day. And that's just like so badass, whatever. So I put it on there. I gave it to her. And she was like, how do you feel about... And she like asked a super controversial question, like something about Yahoo. Like, I think Marissa Meyer like did something... Sketchy. sketchy and she was leaving the company and she was like do you think she deserves the payout that she that that was on her contract and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i think she deserves anything that she signed up for yes like no matter what happened she did sign a contract and i was like totally taken back I, like they were spit firing hard questions at me and i told my coach i called her after and she was like that's because they were taking you seriously. Mm. They want to see if you could do the job. And I'm like, me? And she's like, I told you you're going to win, Brianna. And I'm like, all right. So it got, it got um, the next day. This is a good story. She, um, it was a preliminary show. Is this the one that was an inspiration to you? Uh, no, my coach. Oh, your coach. My okay, coach, sorry. Miss New Jersey 2008. Bombshell, remember? <laughs> I got to see a picture after. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. She's a bombshell. Um, she, she watched the preliminary show that next day and her whole demeanor changed. She, she went from Brianna, you're going to win. You got this. You're going to win to if you make top 20, I'm going to be so proud of you. Yo. Yo. <laughs> and I'm like, that's foul. Why'd she gas you before? I know. Then? And I'm like, wait a minute. Like something must have changed. She must have seen the competition. Now I'm nervous. You know, now I'm like, that's super, terrible yeah. to tell you right before you're about to go out. Well, I, I performed that day. I did, she was like, you did great. If you make top, if you make top 20, I'm going to be so proud of you. She told you this after the whole uh, the swimsuit. Yes. And, oh, the okay. preliminary show. Was I was going to say, bro, if she told you that before you went out there in the gown and all that, that'd be no. fucked up. No, she was hyping me up before. Okay. And then after the show, she's like, if you make top 20, I'm be so proud of you. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be so proud of myself. This is my first pageant. Like, I had no idea what I was doing three months ago. Like, this is such an achievement for me if I make top 20. Next day comes along. Immediately, they, they do the cut. They call top 20. And I was one of them. I made top 20. And I was, like, thrilled. I'm like, you know what? I could go, I could go home happy. I'm so grateful. Like, I was super excited. And then you know, they, you do another round in evening gown, you, you really show the judges like your grace and your beauty and your confidence. And you're just like strutting in front of them. And then they make another cut top five. And I'm like, this is my first pageant. I'm not expecting to get top five. That's ridiculous. I'm the first one called into top five. I black out immediately. I don't see anything. And so being called first top five, you have to answer your question first. So that's when I get this ridiculous race relations question. I'm black. At, like, I, you know, when you're, you're just, like so nervous and yeah. you're just like so in shock, you don't see anything. You don't know what's going on around you. That was me in front of thousands of people. <laughs> so. Wait, there's a lot of people there. Yeah. 
Think about it. 200 women, all of their families. Like, oh, all of it, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Damn. So then what happens after that question? After that question. Everyone gets one. Every All top five girls get a question. Did you um, hear a question that someone else got? And you're like, yo, why the fuck did she get that yeah, one? Yeah. <laughs> like, some of them get some easy ass questions. One of them was like, would you rather... What was it? I'm already sold. I love would you rather. It's like my friends and I with the most like yeah. weird, dumb ones. But I'm a big would you rather guy. It was like, would you rather lie or like tell the truth? Something so easy like that. I'm like, I wish. I wish I got that question. And then um, another girl got, what was the most rewarding experience of your life? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I would have crushed that. Um, what is it? The most rewarding experience of my life. Come on. Well, yo, it changes. You it changes. You can't say I'm going to crush that. And then when you put on the spot, you don't got I the answer. I think um, <clears throat> it's it's a little personal. Fair enough. It's a little personal. Fair enough. But um, yeah, I mean, it has to do with my brother and, you know, how the process of him getting clean. It was super like I kind of spearheaded the whole thing and, you know, set up therapy for my family. So That's at the beautiful. end of it, yeah. And at the end of that, it was like wow you know it taught me so much about my family that says a lot about you that the most rewarding thing wasn't something that happened for you i mean it did happen for you because like you love your brother yeah usually someone would say yo i just got this new job or i bought my first car yeah and i get it the most rewarding thing for me would probably be the news that i shared with you yeah that I'm not going to share with anyone else. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That your hard work is paying off. Exactly. Yeah. But that's also like selfishly there. Mm-hmm. Where like yours, I don't think either is bad. Yeah. But I commend you for that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, at that point in 2016, you know, standing up there as a 20-year-old girl, essentially, like um, I didn't. I didn't have to deal with that yet. Mm-hmm. So my answer then would have been much different from now and, you know, the past three years or whenever it happened. So, um, but yeah, so top five answers their questions. I am, I don't see anything at this point. I'm like, where am I? Who am I? Who do I think I am? You You're know? just super gassed. Like, I'm Yo, super this is- gassed. I'm yeah. like, can I just go home now? I'm so excited. I want to celebrate and eat a cheeseburger with my family, you know? <laughs> um, and then, you know, they start narrowing it down, like fourth runner up, third runner up. And I don't hear my name being called. So next thing you know, I'm standing there, top two, holding hands with another girl, center stage, my first pageant. I'm shaking. I'm like, what am I doing here? And I look behind me and I see the 200 girls that I competed with, like, or the 100 and whatever. And it was just shocking. And I got first runner up, my very first pageant. And then from then, I was like, I want to do this again. And I'm going to be better next time. And, you know, I kept getting better and better and better. And, like, my motive kept changing. Like, I I dealt with the whole thing with my brother. So my story kept changing. Like, I started spreading awareness about mental health. So the way I evolved through pageantry is just, it's pretty insane. What's the training like? Um, because one of the reasons why when I saw you working out, I was like, yo, you work out like aggressive, <laughs> angry when you're working out. I was like, I don't see girls working out like that. And yeah. like you were going ham. I lift. 
And <laughs> no, nah, but even like your intensity too. Yeah. I don't even see guys working out like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the hell? And then I find out your story. And I was like, oh, you train like, and then that's when I was like, yo, I would love to speak to you yeah. on the show just because it's a dope story. So like, what's your training regimen like? Um, uh, I don't, I try to get into the gym every day. I do, I usually do weight training. Like I, I'm naturally slim. So I just strictly build muscle. Um, so I lift heavy, I eat a lot, (laughs) but yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up a weight until I started competing. Like I didn't care or know anything about this. And then when I'm training for a pageant, there's like, there's no stopping me. I go in the gym twice a day. Mm. Like, Is there, um, like fighters in the UFC, they have a training camp. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, 12 weeks out of my fight, I go into training camp mode eight weeks out depending yeah what's the duration of your i guess let's just call it training camp for a pageant yeah that's funny you say that sergio used to be like you train harder than i did at my at my fights like this is insane you know so um yeah it was like set up the coach would set it up for me so it would be like i she would put me she would give me like workouts for twice a week in the beginning like and then it would be like a three-month window leading up to the pageant. So like the first like three weeks, I would go into the gym twice. I would do, you know, certain, you know, workouts. And then up into the pageant, like I think maybe like two weeks, no, three weeks leading up to the pageant, I go in every single day. So and then she makes me take a week off like right before so I could give my muscles a rest, um, you know, there's like water training too like you you don't want to like retain too much water so you do like a weight cut yeah well towards the end so you could see my abs and all of my muscle definition on stage like i have to be dehydrated (laughs) damn (laughs) yeah it's pretty intense it's crazy i didn't know all that yeah wow and it just like taught me discipline you know i never used to work out like that and it gave me serious discipline. I can imagine. Yeah. But yeah. something like that, that's extreme. I didn't know that you had to do basically doing a weight cut like a fighter would. Yeah. I mean, it's not like unhealthy. Like I just won't drink as much water as I normally would. Like I, I used to during during the training, I drink a gallon a day. That's pretty standard. Um, but leading up to the pageant, I, I just like do like a glass of water or two. So you could see my muscle definition, everything I worked so hard for. You know, like, how else are you going to stand out against, you know, 200 women? Right. So you want to have every single ab show, you know? Yeah. How do you, how do you win a pageant? So, uh. Is there, like, scoring with, like, oh, Brianna in her swimsuit got a nine? They'll, so the first, the first step when they interview you, they kind of circle all of their favorites. So, like. They go through 200 women and they circle the names of who they want to see in the finals or who they're going to keep an eye out during preliminaries. Hmm. Um, So they'll do like a little circle. The next day, they'll keep an eye out for their like little circles or any other girls that stand out to them. And I mean, I'm not sure exactly how like numbering works, but they'll narrow it down based on like the consistency of the girls that each judge chose, you know? So like if all, if five judges chose me as their top five or like their favorite girl or their winner, 
like I would obviously, you know, be up there somewhere. So, but that's where it messes with you. Like if one guy really likes me and then one girl's like, she's, she's too short or she's blah, blah, blah. She'll rank me as her number five. And then, you know, three people rank me as their number, number one, like this, this ranking will screw me up and give me first runner up, you know, when someone who has a consistent second place across the board, she'll be the winner. And that's so happened they take to me. Like the average yeah. of all the, yeah, it's really messed up. <laughs> what, uh, what kind of stresses are you going through when you're up there? Um, I think each year, each year, like you see who returns and a lot of the times like that gets in your head, you know, like, could it be her year or could it be my year? You know, like, so constantly comparing yourself to other women, like at the end of the day, you're competing against yourself, like your mind, you know? Um, so it's very, it's, it's very mental. Like this whole process is, it's all mental. It's like, how confident are you really? You know, it's a true test. So, yeah. damn. So you're like sizing girls up. You're like, oh, yeah. I saw this chick the last few years, and <laughs> yeah, and like girls do that to me too. They're like, you placed top five for the past four years. Like, girl, I'm not making friends at these pageants. Girls don't want to talk to me. You know, like they're, they're sizing. Yeah, they're yeah. sizing me up too. So yeah, and you get in your head. You like think about all the questions they may ask you. They're like, oh, you know, are they going to ask about? Donald Trump, you know, are they going to ask about like you, you just don't know, you know, so, and you're wearing nine inch heels. So you're like, am I going to fall? That's also a big one. People fall all the time. Like, (sighs) it's really sad, you know, and, and the stage is like a little slippery, like they do like a little glossy, glossy stage to make it look nice. And I remember one year, like, one girl was sweating on stage. So there was this one spot where everyone slipped. I slipped once um, in my dress. I stepped on my gown, and I slipped. Did, like, the whole I did, like, a little one-two, and then I got back to it. Stanky leg. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are um, – how did you feel when you won Miss Long Island? Um, I was shocked, you know, because I – I lost, well, not lost. I placed first runner-up Miss New York and then second runner-up at Miss New York. And that's when I went and competed for Miss Long Island. So I didn't know what it felt like to win, you know? I was I was getting so close. So when they announced the first runner-up's name and it wasn't mine, I'm like, really? You know, like, seriously? And then I just broke down. I'm like, no way. <laughs> I look into the audience. My family's hysterical. Like, they're so happy. Um, yeah, it was really emotional. Are there other girls like you who consistently finish that high? So is that like a feather in your cap? I mean, I I like to know that I'm consistent because each year the judges panel is totally different. Oh, yeah. They want a different thing. Like it could be like a newscaster. It could be a a former NFL player. Like they pick the most random people to judge these pageants and they're, they always want a different thing. So like to know that I'm consistently chosen at that high ranking, I'm like, it's, it's a nice feeling. 
you know, but it's also super frustrating. <laughs> yeah, because, like, you haven't really gotten over the hump to actually take yeah. it down. I'm like, what is it going to take, you know? What? Uh, how much longer can you compete? I have one more year that I'm eligible. I'm 27, so that's the last. And then that's it? Like, you can't. That's it. Damn, you're like an NFL running back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, five to six years. And you then know what's there. funny? I heard something. I thought of you. It was. You're more likely to have a son compete at a Super Bowl than have a daughter compete at Miss USA. Just Miss USA. Yeah. Because there's 51 women competing, including Washington, D.C. And then, like, football, you know, I don't know how that works. Not comparing, like, athleticism or anything like that. No, no. Statistics-wise, they say that, like, it's just really difficult to get to Miss USA. Because you're like compete, you're doing all these crazy things in your state pageant, you know. And look at me, five years running for Miss New York USA, I'm still not at Miss USA yet, you know. So Damn. it's great, it's tough. So when you go from Miss New York, what's the turnaround to Miss USA and then to Miss Universe? Because like everyone that knows me, they know that I fucking I love Olivia Colbo. <laughs> she is like. First of all, to win to win Miss Universe means like there's like aliens and shit. There's like <laughs> outer space, and they said that you she's gotta, yeah, the number be. one. So like she's the number one, uh, and she dates an NFL running back now, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, yep. white running back too. Like mm-hmm. that guy's the man. Mm-hmm. So how what? So from wait, Miss... I have something that you actually would really enjoy. I met her a few years back. Stop. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I met her at a New York Fashion Week event. Bro. We look like sisters. (laughs) Yo. Listen, she is... Isn't that funny? This is, yeah. This is the the best thing you've ever shown me. (laughs) This is amazing. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. This is dope. I mean... Great girl. I'm just going to leave it at great girl. <laughs> you know, nowadays you could get in trouble if you say something outrageous. So I just don't, say, just don't even go there. I just say great girl. Just great girl. Great girl. Beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. that that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so the pageant world is small. Like you, you kind of run into, I met a few Miss Universes, um, all amazing women. But yeah, you start is it like running a in... sorority kind of. No, I mean you you kind of go to the same events. Like I met her at a fashion week event. I met um, Demi Lee, who's married to Tim Tebow. I met her at um, another. Tim Tebow just from one Miss Universe to another. I know. You got it better than him. <laughs> you got a type. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's yeah. so hot too. Yeah. So I met her. <clears throat> She's wonderful. But yeah, it's kind of small. So I want I want to go back though because I got sidetracked because you know Sorry. The, the, the girl uh, um sprung with. But, <laughs> um, so you go from Miss New York. What's the turnaround from Miss New York or Miss Texas, whatever it might be, yeah, to yeah. then Miss USA, and then from there to Miss Universe. So. Well, every state pageant takes place at a different time of the year. New New York is in January, and it's the biggest state pageant. So the other pageants will, like, run through the summer and, like, the beginning of the the fall. Um, Miss New York is usually the latest pageant. And from January, that's when it typically takes place. It was postponed this year. Um, Miss USA is around the summertime. 
So all of the 50 states have their girls and they all train for the pageant in the summer. And it's tele it's usually televised on Fox. Um, and the winner goes to Miss Universe and competes with 90 different countries. Damn. Yeah. That shit got to be life-changing if you win Miss Universe, right? Ugh. Yeah, you get to travel the world. You get to work with whatever charity you want. I mean, all the just, brands that would hit you up yeah. to give you just free shit. Well, that too, you know? <laughs> I love free but shit. Yeah. So, like, when I just see sponsors, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, send whatever you want. Of it's course, open. yeah. I'm sure they get a lot of free stuff. <laughs> what, um, does the training change from, like, local to, from what you've heard? Or, or do you just kind of keep the same regimen? Um, I, I know you get a whole new team. Like as soon as you win a state pageant, they just are full hands. You mentioned how there's more funding and there's more attention Yeah, like you. you have a budget to work with. Like you have a walking <clears throat> coach that's designated, you know, for Miss New York. Um, you go to like pageant boot camp, um, where they like, you know, work Hit you, you with out. chains and shit. Basically or? you drop <laughs> in, you do a lot of push ups. Um, yeah, you get dress, you get dress money, you get wardrobe money. A, a lot of companies reach out to you and say like, "Hey, I'll, I'll give you a, an outfit if you could take a picture on at Miss USA." So a lot of that stuff, but I don't know how much it changes. Like you know, preparation probably not much. It's super intense both of the pageants. So damn. Yeah. That's inter that's fascinating. It's crazy, right? Yeah, I didn't know all these. I probably knew as much as you <clears throat> do about pageants when I first signed up in 2016. I knew no nothing. Zero. I didn't know anything. I thought there was a still a talent portion, but that's a whole different organization. That's a Miss America organization. Uh-huh. Totally different system. It's not like sexy, va-va-boom, Miss USA, Miss Universe, Olivia Colpo. No, it's... It's like philanthropic, very like uh, scholarship based. Um, so. So how would you describe all that? Like I had wrote to you and you're like, dude, I hate how that sounds. When I was like, are you a model? Oh, only because like I do so many things, you know, and I feel like. You don't want to be pigeonholed in one yeah, thing. Yeah. Like when you think of models, you think of mm -hmm. like, I don't know, you have your own like preconceived opinions about. Models. Right, and then also now with social media, there's like Instagram models. Yeah, where, and I'm nothing. <clears throat> I'm very far from that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, the, the one thing I like about you too is that your page is private. Yeah, I mm. think that's dope because it's a weird thing, right? Like, and I'm gonna sound very hypocritical. I totally get it because everything that I do and that's been funded from is because my whole brand is on social media. Right. So I can't have my page private. Of course. But. I think it's dope when a girl does. Mm -hmm. It's like a weird sort of like, I don't want to call it a red flag if her page is, is public. I don't want to, don't get it twisted. Yeah. But I think there's something attractive to a girl who has her page private. Because in my head, I'm like, she doesn't seek Bob 765's opinion. Right. And yeah. it's like the people that you choose to let follow you, you know or know of. Yeah. Does that make sense? You yeah, what no, I'm I, I do. And it wasn't always that way for me. I feel like my mindset changed. Mm -hmm. um, like when I was very involved in pageantry and very involved in modeling and that whole kind of lifestyle, like, yeah, I was trying to get the followers. I was, you know, posting pictures all the time. I was, I was public. Like I, I wanted that, you know, and now I'm like, I, it freaks me out. 
having a, a public page, like having anyone to be able to see what you're doing, it freaks me out. I understand from a business perspective, it makes total sense because it's easier to find the business and interact with the business. But for me, I'm like, there's just simply no reason. It doesn't interest me anymore, you know? Um, I like my little private lifestyle. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. That doesn't hold you back from anything, does it? No. Like as far as like the competing and the beauty pageant thing? No, I think if I if I decided to compete again, um, it might hold me back. Like representing the state of New York, going to Miss USA, like people are going to want to see what I'm doing with my title. So I would do it for that reason. You know? You'd be an idiot not to. Right. Yeah. Just being honest with you. No. Like, at, at, that, right. at that stage, you shouldn't. I know. Right now, for me, it's the perfect situation. But, you know, if I did get that title, then I would make adjustments for sure. Dude, you know, you freaked me out one time. Why? We talked about you coming on the show March of last year. Oh, yeah. Like yes. right when COVID happened. Yeah. Actually, no, that's a lie. We had started talking about it like way before then, like almost a year ago. And then I hit you up during COVID and I was mm. like, yo, if you want, we could do it over Zoom, you know, because like this was like early stages of yeah. COVID. Yeah, y'all, I'm down to do it. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, I'm going away. And when I come back, right, right, right. Yeah. let's link up. A week goes by, two weeks go by, three weeks go by. I'm like, where's Brianna at? I haven't seen her like post anything or mm. whatever. So I go to look you up and I can't find you. Yeah. I'm like, yo. Did this, mm, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> did this lady, um, this really block me? Lady. I was like, yo, did this chick block me? I was like, I wasn't even creepy. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I've never been blocked before. Like one of my buddies blocked me, but he's a bird anyway. We'll leave that for another conversation. Uh -oh. But, uh, I was like, yo, did this chick block me? You pop up like in October oh, yeah. and I just DM'd you. I was like, yo, you fucking tripped me out. I was like, I thought I did something wrong. Yeah. I just never... <clears throat> what went into that like because i know i bring that up because of like the private page mm -hmm. and you you don't post much yeah social media is a weird thing like uh, i just finished reading this book uh the coddling of the american mind mm. it's about how the millennial and gen z generation got set up by our parents and grandparents to fail because of the coddling of our society yeah Brianna doesn't want this speaker at this school. Well, then the whole school needs to bow to Brianna. He can't come and speak at the school. Mm. Or it's like one thing that the Jonathan Hyde, he's a, he's an NYU professor. He talks about the peanut allergy. Mm. Brianna's allergic to peanuts. She can't have peanuts. The whole school can't have peanuts. Can't have peanuts. Yeah. But then Brianna graduates high school, graduates college. She goes to a job and they're gonna be like, Girl, it ain't like that. Like, mm -hmm. you got to deal with it. Yeah. So one of the questions that I do on the six pack, which is a Patreon exclusive, which we're going to do after we record, I want to bring it into this here. And it's what's your relationship with social media? So I, like <clears throat> I mentioned before, like it was much different for me. Like I was interested in, you know, how many likes I'm getting, like how, you know, how many photos can I post this week? Like what's my reach? You know, I was so consumed. Um, like when I was, you know, modeling and, you know, doing a lot of those things. But I feel like, 
I don't know. I, I've been like going on this mental health journey and I, I've been trying to protect my peace and protect my mind. And, you know, because the mind is fragile, you know, you have to really regulate what goes in and, you know, what like what you're consuming. So I I took a little social media mental mental health hiatus from, you know, everything. And it was really nice, you know, like I didn't know why social media was serving me. So I had to kind of take a step back and, you know, just focus on myself, focus on my goals, focus on my mental health. And when I got back on, I had to decide like, how am I going to benefit from social media? Like, how am I going to use it to benefit myself and others, you know? So... I did a cleanse. I did. I I swept through my who I follow and um, like if it didn't inspire me, if it didn't make me better, if it made me feel like trash, like I would unfollow and follow accordingly. Um, and now, you know, I, I'm very selective about what I post. Like, am I inspiring others? Like, it, am I able to, you know, allow my followers to better get to know me instead of putting on this facade like everyone else? You know, I like my posts to be deep and meaningful and you know, actually have substance. So I just, I totally revamped my social media. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's just so important to just protect your mind. And, you know, especially with the constant con- comparison and like, you know, thinking about others and like what they're doing and like how they look. And it's just so toxic. It's so toxic. But I agree with everything that you just said. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked about this a lot. I'm a big advocate for mental health as well. And, you know, like, I kind of get turned off when I see activists or advocate just because, like, I know people that aren't. They put on the facade. Like, yeah. they're down because it's trending. Oh, gosh. You know, like, that's very annoying. It's just, like, inauthentic. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the thing with me with social media is i i had a rough 2018 where like i had like really bad dark thoughts Mm. and i don't want to say it was comparing but it was more so of actually i would say it was comparing because i got like you know i didn't know what i was going to do at that point yeah i had braces on and there's pressure there's pressure based off of the comparison yeah you you have the conversations with people they're like yo so like what do you do what are you doing which i hate yeah like the hustler mentality that I have as far as like, I'm going to figure it out, bro. Don't don't worry about me. You yeah. just want to be nosy. Right. Worry like about you yourself. Just, like worry about your shit, man. <laughs> like fuck, leave me alone. Like I'm yeah. doing my thing and I'm happy with what I'm doing. But, you know, for me, like with social media, it's weird, right? The That book talks about the spike in mental health, the awareness of mental health all started like 2014, 2015. And that's really when like Instagram became the big, big thing that it is now. And that's when like the early 2010s is when social media really blossomed into what it is now. I like social media. Don't get it twisted. It's dope. But I also take it for what it is. Like, I think when you understand that and you notice what it is and like, I think it's dope. I think it's cool. I use it for networking a lot. Right. Right. Every guest that I get on, shit, I DM'd you. That's how like, like we knew each other from working out. But that was, I also don't like talking to people when I work out. Yeah. Like, I think that shit is lame. Like, I don't like be. I hate working out. Yeah. 
but I don't want to be fat again. Right. So like I work out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm in the gym, it's like you're focused. I'm like, y'all, I don't want to be here. So yeah. let me do my thing. Like hi, bye. Like in and out. Yeah, let's just get out of here. Yeah. So like social media for me, it's it's a little weird. It's like a love hate relationship, but yeah. I, I'll say that there's more love to it. Right. right? It's it's an incredible <clears throat> tool. I I can definitely say that and. I think it's what you make of it, you know, like Absolutely. if you're if you're using it to just, you know, as a way to escape and, you know, as a way to you know, keep tabs on others and compare yourself to others like and subconsciously, it, it could be so detrimental, you know, but if you kind of like refocus, like what what are you going to get out of this? Like what how does social media benefit you and really see the why behind why you're on social media? Like it makes all the difference, you know, like. I don't know. Do you get anxiety from social media? I used to. I used to. Now I feel like I'm more in control, you know? Well, when you take a step back from it. Yeah. Dude, I would love to do what you did. Yeah. How long were you off for? From May to October. I didn't want to get back on either. (laughs) Six months. Yeah. I can't go three days without it because, right. like, I post all the time for the show. Yeah. Like, my entire feed is a show. Yeah. Because it's the one thing I love and care about the most right yeah. now in my life. It's my career now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to flip eggs and make coffees. Like, fuck that. I'm trying to. No, like, like if it benefits to... your life and your business and your lifestyle, like, that's amazing. Yeah. For me, I don't. I didn't have anything that was tying me to my social media accounts how so, far how far into you deleting it did you get any temptation to go back i'm talking to you like you were in an, an attic all right <laughs> because everyone is yeah yeah that, you're absolutely right <laughs> this is what it is how long are you on your phone do you ever check your screen time um i do i'm not i'm not on my phone much i try to stay away from my phone like the first you know few minutes of the day sometimes the first hour that i'm awake and I've noticed that helps me a lot, um, like have a productive day. But yeah, I try not to pick it up. And I, and I, I, almost, I almost look at it as a treat at the end of the day. Like, oh, I get to scroll on social media for a little bit because I had such a great day. You know, like I reward myself. Is that weird? No, it, it's not. You know why? Because that's how I feel about drinking now. Oh, okay. Like, I, <laughs> what a comparison, right? I, I like having a beer. Dude, I'd be in so much better shape if I didn't like beer. I yeah. love beer. And yeah. you're, you were uh, cutting my ass. You're like, yo, you like white claws? <laughs> I was like, nah, but I have it for the guests. And like all my friends that come by, they like white claws and shit. Yeah. But like if I'm going to have a, I want to have a beer. Like I like an IPA. I like a thick beer, a yeah. heavy beer, you know, 12% alcohol and shit. Yeah. So if I'm going to drink now, it needs to be an occasion. It can't be Thursday afternoon at your crib. Right, right, right. right? Like it needs to be like, oh, it's Brianna's birthday. I just got this new job promotion. Like it needs to be an occasion. It can't be Thursday afternoon or a Tuesday night. Yeah. So like I reward myself that way. There you go. So it's, it's, a little bit. And then it it helps you like <clears throat> regulate, you know, how much you consume, you know. And same thing with social media. It's I'm on my treat. phone about I'm under four hours now. Okay. Still a lot. Yeah. But I was like the eight to nine. Well, you do post a lot about yeah. you know your podcast, so that makes sense. Yeah. But there's also like I can't front going down weird YouTube rabbit holes. Right? Oh, been there. <laughs> yeah. Have Are you I on told- TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. No. Okay. Are you? I scroll on TikTok. 
So like you like TikTok. I but like not. TikTok, but All I right. don't participate. You didn't do like the busted challenge? No. What do you mean? <laughs> do I look like I would do the busted no, challenge? No, I know. But I'm just saying like for the gram or some shit. Like, maybe <laughs> no shot. No shot. No busted challenge for me. My, my guilty pleasure. I think I told you this. I don't know if I have, but I go down gender reveal oh yes holes. yeah yeah yeah. it's the weirdest thing ever you dropped man. that bomb when we hung out once or dude when we were speaking once it's the weird i tell my friends i'm like yo that's the weirdest shit about you bro and there's it's a hilarious lot yeah i'm a sucker for it i don't know why i i think it's because i'm an only child so i would like to have like yeah multiple kids one day but it's just a weird thing of mine that and you know what else what uh surprise military returns stop you Dude. Like, do you like to cry? Oh my <laughs> like, god! Yeah, mean? I'm a softy at, at, at heart. I'm a I'm a softy. I can't for sure. watch those. Man, those Sob. are the dude is catching, and then the girl comes up. Ugh. Those are those are amazing. Those are dope. But yeah, oh those are like the gosh. weird YouTube rabbit holes I go down. I I start um well recently I started so my dad has been in construction his whole life. He had a construction business in the 80s, like. He's really amazing with his craft and his hands, and my brother is too. So I kind of feel like I got that somehow, you know, which is, explains the whole like DIY and like interior design, like everything that I'm interested in. I get into these construction rabbit holes on YouTube. Yeah. Like rebuilding, XYZ, refinishing. It's you looking at me. It doesn't look like I would care about that, but I was in one today. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah. That's so random. It's yeah, very sure. random. Yeah. Dude, I want to ask you about, so like we met like working out at a gym, right? Yeah. I don't like talking to people when I work out. Yeah. A girl like you, attractive young lady at the gym, I got to hear some creep stories. What is proper gym etiquette? I feel like the gym is such a vulnerable time for a woman. Like, you're sweaty, you're not wearing any makeup, you're like a wreck. You're half naked, you know, for me, like, I like to wear a sports bra and, like, leggings or shorts or whatever it is. So, the last thing I want to do is talk to people, like mid squat you know like the worst is when you know a guy comes over and like tries to like correct your form or like suggest a new new like workout or something i'm like this is not this is not what i'm asking for right now like i i'm not in a good state you know like you're just you're in the zone at the gym you don't want people talking to you like right yeah it's terrible yeah it's it's weird (laughs) It's weird, like correcting a girl on her form. Like I've never done that. I feel bad. I was working out with my buddy John the other day, and there was a really pretty chick, and she comes in, and like we were on like the turf at our gym, and we're doing like agility drills and whatnot, and we were there like first, right? So she came over, and obviously we don't fucking own the gym, so like anyone could come over there. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, are you guys using this area?" We're like, "Yo, we're about to move the ladder after this one drill. Then it's all yours." And she's wearing sports bra, leggings. Really attractive girl. Like four different dudes went up there, and me and my friend John are like, "That's ridiculous." I'm like, I told him I was like, "Yo, that gotta suck." I would hate going to the gym. Like, yeah. Luckily, I, when I used to go to the UFC gym, like everyone was super respectful. You know, 
I never had that problem. And that's why I kept going back. I was in there every day because I felt so comfortable. I felt like, you know, I was surrounded by my brothers. It's so weird, but it, it made me feel nice. But if I was getting attacked like that, <laughs> it would discourage me from working out. Like, no way. Yeah, I don't think that there is proper gym etiquette. I think the answer is to not do that when someone's working out. I think there's an exception. Like if you're in a, a fun workout environment, like if you're doing a class, like switch and you're like partnered up and you're like laughing and whatever it is, like, you know, conditional boxing, like a class like rumble. Right. Something like that where that, one of the reasons why you go to that class is for interaction yeah, as well. And yeah. there's a sense of camaraderie. Like I get that. But yeah. I'm talking about like, yo, you're squatting. No, like mid squat, like 200 pounds, like someone, okay. someone like, hey, you should try to, you know, lean your knees. O-. And like, no, <laughs> no, I, if I needed help, I would ask a trainer or I would ask somebody, you know? Yeah. So there's yeah, just really no excuse. Knows. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've heard some horror stories of, uh, of girls in gyms. So these guys that were harassing this woman, yeah, what were like, they saying? You could just, I don't know. I wasn't like. I had music on too, so I didn't hear what they were saying, but you could just tell it was like what you said. Yeah. Oh, you're not doing this the right way. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, some people go down YouTube rabbit holes and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're a fitness expert. Yeah. So you have that dynamic as well. Yeah. But it's just weird, man. I've never done that just because, again, uh, people think I say this to be funny. Like, I don't like working out. Yeah. When I get to the gym, I'll be at the gym for two hours, Brianna, and an hour and 20 minutes of it i'm actually working out like when i get to the gym i'm mad lazy like i'll sit down i'll do a <laughs> bullshit ass stretch it'll kill 20 minutes i'm <laughs> scrolling through something like i take a while to get yeah. going but then once i get going it's like all right yo let's go maybe that's what helps me to get going because i'm yeah. like i've been here for 20 minutes i haven't fucking done anything right and then that's when i start to turn up and i want to i want to get out like i got mad shit i gotta do yeah you yeah. know my my daily routine is i wake up at three in the morning I come home at, yeah, it sucks. That's so early. It sucks. And today, especially, I was telling you when you pulled up, you're like, oh my God, it's so cold. I was like, bro, I got in my car today. Bro. It was 12 <laughs> fucking degrees. I don't remember the last time I saw that hour. 3, 4 a.m.? No way. So I get home at like 11. I nap until 3. And then I go to the gym. Come back, hopefully by 4.30, 5 o'clock. Eat, shower, and then I'm in here. Editing, doing some shit. What time do you go to bed to wake up at 3 in the morning? Midnight, 1230. Okay. It sucks. What? I, can, I just can't sleep. I can't sleep. You and, drink coffee during the day? No. I work with coffees. It's crazy. I've never had a hot coffee. I'm a tea. What? I'm a tea drinker. I like iced coffee. Okay. But I also do the vanilla creamer. Oh, okay. My dad says, you don't drink coffee, dude. You, you drink... have a little coffee with your creamer. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. It yeah. looks like milk. It's, right. It's all vanilla. So... I'm just like wired like that for now. I've been doing it for like five, six years. Wow. And that's why the only day I could sleep in is Friday into Saturday. Tonight, I'm not doing anything. You know, I could sleep at like midnight, one o'clock. I don't care. But then Saturday, I'll wake up tomorrow at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. We don't care. Just because I have to. Does that mess up your sleep schedule for the following week? No, it saves it. Mm. because because oh, you catch up on your sleep yeah okay and then saturday into sunday i wake up at like 9 10 the latest because then i can't go to bed mm. sunday into monday so it's weird i don't really sleep eight hours i mm. get six hours and two different naps 
Wow. I don't recommend it. I, it doesn't sound healthy to me. <laughs> All right, as we start to uh, wrap down a little bit, are you a sports fan? I didn't even ask. Like, I don't even know. Like, are you? Like, yeah. what sports are you into? I like basketball. <clears throat> I like, I enjoy football. I'm not like super into it, but I loved going to like sporting events. Mm. That's my jam. Being Which ones a, do you like? I, I used to go to Knicks games a lot. Um, I went to a few, two Giants games. Giants or Jets? This is super controversial because my best friend is a diehard Jets fan. But I went to two Giants games. So you prefer the Did Giants? Did you think or... I confused the teams? <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, like, because I'm a, like, the Giants are, it hasn't been this way anymore. But growing up, they dictated my whole week. Mm. When they won, asked me, you want me to do you a favor? I got you. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've, I've been miserable the last yeah, four years. That's yeah, why it's been right? sad. So now, like, I think because I've gotten into this field, like, don't get it twisted. I'm still like, there was one time I texted you by accident. Yeah. Because I was on my laptop and I was like, I can't believe these fucking idiots didn't show oh, up. Oh, I don't it, remember. It was, uh, it was a Sunday night football game. Oh. And we played the Browns. And uh, you were the last person I texted. And then I went to text my buddy Dylan, who's a Giants fan. And I was like, dude, I can't believe these fucking idiots didn't show up. <laughs> and you're like, what? I was like, I'm so sorry. That was the wrong text. Because I was on my laptop and I wasn't paying attention. But I think as I gotten older, like I've become a lot more rational with my sports love and, 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 and takes. Yeah. And um, But they still like, it's the one thing where I'm like, fuck, I want them to be good. Yeah. Like it's the one team that I really like. I want to get a tattoo. I have no tattoos. Do you have tattoos? Not a single one. I want to get a tattoo of it's the Joker because mm-hmm. my favorite character ever is Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Okay. It's the one movie I've watched literally over 50 times. <laughs> like legit. If it comes on on TV, like no matter where it is in that movie, yeah, I can watch it. So I want to get that and he's holding the card. And in the card is the NY of the Giants because I also like to gamble and play poker. So oh, it's like, cool. I got all three things right there. Yeah. But I do think so. Like my birthday is coming up in March and I'm going to be 30. Wow. Big so, one. Yeah. March what? 11th. Okay. So I'm a Pisces and that's all I know. I don't know I don't who know I'm compatible about, with. Yeah. Like, yeah, horoscopes is, is not that. my thing. I want to either go on a vacation mm-hmm. or I might get a tattoo, but that's not the one that I want to get. I want to get a quote from my favorite song of all time. Do you have a favorite song of all time? That's a that's a crazy one. That's a tough question. So my favorite song of all time is "Four Play Long Time" by Boston. Okay. It's like a seven and a half minute song. Ooh. The first two and a half minutes, there's no words. It's just melody and beat. Was it a hip hop song? No, it's a rock song. No way. Yeah. Okay. Legit Brianna, my favorite song. Of I all gotta time. hear it. And the the ending to that song I wanna get tattooed. That's nice. There's a long road I gotta stay in, in time with. I gotta keep on chasing that dream. No, I may never find it. I'm always right behind it. Ooh. And I'm like, yo, just gotta keep chasing that dream. Yeah. So like I wanna get that. So the reason why I'm mentioning that is because I want to either go on a vacation, mm-hmm. especially after today. <sighs> Today was just... It just made me realize I do not want to be in New York. (sighs) I want to go to South Beach so bad. I almost got blown away with the wind. Like, a wind gust almost just took me right off my feet. Yeah. That's... 
unbearable cold too it hurts yeah it's like painful yeah so i want to go to i mean there's nowhere to go really to like everyone's in miami you gotta go i know listen (laughs) look these are from the clevelander these coasters I will not say no to Miami, so I want to go. Go steal more coasters. <laughs> yeah, we'll go steal more coasters. Hopefully no one hears this. But uh, it, it's like I wanted to go for uh, President's Day weekend, mm. which is in like two. It's the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think I might just hold off until my birthday. Oh, that's but a good idea. I think I'm, I'm leaning towards going to Miami again. Do it. I love it down there. How it's like normal down there. Yeah. Have you been to Miami before? I've been to Miami many times, but not during, actually, uh, once during this whole crazy um, pandemic, but uh, I haven't been recently. I want to go for the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's dope. You know, last year it was in Miami, actually. Yeah. 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 This year it's in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time that this is going to go out, the Super Bowl would have already went, so maybe you did go down to Miami for it, but it's going to be... It's gonna be dope. It's it's pretty cheap to go down there now too. Yeah. Like the flights are like, it's crazy. That's another reason why I really want to go. But I want to go again. Uh, super sidetracked. Um, what other sports are you into? Or are those just the two? I love baseball. Really? Yeah, I love baseball. My brother was a baseball player growing up. My family only watches the Yankees. They don't care about other sports. So I grew up a Yankee fan. And then I love hockey. Hockey's so fun. Hockey and MMA are my favorite two sporting events to go to. Oh, and to I love in, boxing. Yeah, to go in person. <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah, you were a ring girl. I was a ring girl. Yeah. And you know what? You'll, <laughs> some of the fights that I worked, I, I never liked boxing. I think it's too aggressive. Fighting used to freak me out. But some of the fights that I work, you will see me on national TV cringing and covering my eyes and like squirming in my chair while these guys are just going at it. And I'm I'm in the back, like, terrified. There's spit flying all over me, blood everywhere. And I'm just, like, terrified. And then I have to get up and, you know, carry the, the card, <laughs> like, almost immediately after, after this guy just got knocked out on the floor, you know? How did, how did that come about, the ring girl? It's just another door that opened for me through modeling. Um, I, I met someone uh, who I did a, a few gigs with, and she's like, hey, are you interested in ring carding? And I'm like sure and she put my name on a list and i spoke to the girl who's in charge and yeah and then i started working with brooklyn boxing corona i did a few fights it was so much fun at uh barclay center so much fun damn that's dope yeah so i i loved boxing after that and oh then, yeah once you experience something like that yeah and that's my- why i was like not afraid <clears throat> to go to the ufc gym. i was so excited for the boxing classes like I tell everybody this, going to an actual MMA event, mm. it's the best bang for your buck. Ugh. Yo, you're going to be there six hours. Yeah. And you can go and have your drinks. Brianna, it's your turn to go get beers. You don't got to worry about like, oh my God, I'm going to miss something. Yeah. It And it's dope. And it's just a whole thing. The last time I went somewhere was... For my birthday last year, I went to Vegas. Mm. So I combined, there was a UFC pay-per-view. One of my favorite fighters was fighting. I combined work with fun. So like the first couple of days I went there, I met up with my friend. She works for the Yahoo Sportsbook. We went out to dinner Thursday night. She came with her fiance. And then I didn't even like hang out or drink 
because I was like, yo, I got to be up at eight in the morning. I'm on a, a layover, not a layover, but the time differential. You know, it's 1130 in Vegas, but it's really 230 back home. Yeah. So my body hasn't adjusted. Mind you, I'm also up from three. I didn't sleep that day because right. my flight I had to go get a haircut and whatnot. Yeah. So then I wake up Friday morning and then I go to like the, the official weigh-ins and then I meet up with some people from Blue Wire and I do all this networking. I meet a bunch of fighters and I go to my buddy Mike's house who I've had him on the podcast before. The Diaz brothers, Luke Rockhold, all these like fighters, Daniel Cormier, who does UFC commentating now, he does like their training camp videos. Mm. He's friends with Jessica. I. He's connected with me, me with all these fighters. And I went to his apartment to record Friday night. He's like, bro, when'd you come in? And I was like, Yesterday, last night, he's like, dude, we were at we were at Hawkinson, like bottles and shit. Like, where were you? I was like, bro, there was no way I could have came out. He's yeah. like, yo, you came to Vegas to party or what? I was like, nah, man, I actually came here for business for the first time. He's yeah. like, he's like, yo, little bro growing up, no. little bro growing up. But then I go to the UFC event on Saturday, and my buddy Alex, who does some of the graphics for the show, I told him like, meet, let's meet up in Vegas. We had never met before. He's from Chicago. Okay. I told him, dude, come to Vegas, like buy your flight i'll buy a ticket for you for ufc i got the hotel cover like don't worry we linked up and he's not a drinker so i was like yo i don't want to put like i love to drink but i'm not <laughs> gonna do that to someone like right. if someone don't like to drink like my buddy mustafa was here a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. and he hasn't drank in a decade so like i'm not gonna ask him like yo you want that's out just respect. weird out of respect yeah, yeah of course I have courtesy to to others so yeah but when i got to the ufc event one of the dudes that I met works for the UFC, so he was getting just mad drinks. And I just got... That was the first time that I drank when I was in Vegas. I drank for like seven hours. Oh, my goodness. So then the, the, the event ends at 9.30 Vegas time. Yeah. Because they're behind. Over here in New York, the card ended at 12.45. Right, right, right. So all my friends are like, yo, we're, going, you know, we're in a group chat and shit. They're all going to sleep. I go to the bar after. I turn to Alex. I was like... I'm a very self-aware drunk. Yeah. Like, me too. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'll never, like, spur of the moment. <laughs> right? Like, I know this is, like, really gross. Like, I don't even know I'm it up. <clears throat> but, like, if I feel sick or if I feel like I've drank too much, I'm not going to keep going. Yeah. So I just turned out to Alex and I was like, bro, I got to go to bed. He's like, dude, it's 10 o'clock. I was like, I know this is terrible, but I was like, I'm not going to be able to, like, survive it. So I told yeah. my buddy Mike, I was like, yeah, I'm out. He's like, where are you going? I was like, yeah, I'm going to go sleep. He's like, yo, you're kidding, right? He's like, no. what happened to you? He's like, no, it's good you? that you know your limits. Like some people don't. And that's that's how you end up on Barstool. <laughs> like, yeah. And also like, yo, when I went there, I, I'm a very like, like I said before, I'm a very self-aware drunk. Like I would never go to, I was surrounded with like UFC fighters and like some people that I look up to and I made some networking con connections. So I drink to the point. That's why I also like beer because I know I could like. Like I have my yeah. Coronas and it's not going to like... Like space it out. Yeah, but it's mm -hmm. also not going to be shots. Like you take right. shots and then before you know it, it's like that shit hits you all at once. Or like yeah. beer, I'm like, all right, yo, I've had nine, ten beers. I'm good. Like yeah. I can still be cordial. I could still be self-aware and I'm here. Like I'm present in the moment. Right. I'm not slurring my words right. and whatnot because I also mainly went there to network and I did. But that was the last time that I got to travel, man. March 5th to the 8th last year. So now... Not it, 2020. Yeah, 2020. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, But like, I didn't go nowhere this, this past summer. I and know. yeah. I mean, what was there really to... Like, it, it was just a terrifying time, you know? Yeah. Like, not everyone's getting up and going. Yeah. So, 
It's fine. Save you save money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to travel every month. Like I had a trip in April to go to nowhere because the UFC was coming to Brooklyn and I had gotten credential through the connections that I made when I was out in Vegas. Oh, cool. So that was like a big feather in my cap. Like, yo, all this shit is working. Like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then in May, I was going to go to Toronto, do some interviews. And I also like Toronto. It's a really beautiful city. Yeah. It's New York, but way cleaner. Mm. Like, that's the best way I to, heard that. That's the best way to I would to love describe. to go to Toronto. Oh, it's beautiful. Don't go in the winter. I don't want to go to Canada in the winter. <laughs> yeah, stay away. I, <laughs> I went can't to even handle in, New York. I went York. to school in Buffalo, and like, the lake effects is, is no joke. It's, yeah. It's crazy. So... And then obviously COVID happened and I had a, I had a, I'm a big soccer fan. Mm. So I planned on going to Europe for the Euro Euro cup. Wow. I had one tickets to five different countries and it was going to be like a whole actual Euro trip. And I was going to be in like Dublin for three, four days. And the main reason why I'm there is for the game. And then of course, like the whole COVID team in Brazil and Rio. Do you know that team? Santos. I think it's Santos. I saw one game in Brazil when I studied there. It was really oh, you fun. Studied there? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I did. I did a few weeks in Brazil. I studied entrepreneurship. It was some course at pace, but yeah, Brazil's sick. So I got to see my first soccer game in Brazil. Wow. They didn't sell beer in the in the arena. I'm never so going there. It's illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. I think it was like banned at the time because of like the crime associated with alcohol. I don't know. But, yeah, they sold non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> what so, the? yeah, it was pretty whack. I'm just thinking about, like, <laughs> yeah, definitely, for sure. Oh, my God, I sound like such an alcoholic on this No, one. no, but, like, <clears throat> you want to enjoy a beer at a at a, a sporting event, right? Yeah, most of. And you couldn't do that at, yeah. you know, a soccer game. Whatever, wanna, still what, fun. We'll end the show on this one. Where is a place that you want to visit that you've never been to? I want to, I've never been to Asia, so I would really love to like do Thailand or, you know, even like Singapore, Japan. My dream city to go to is Tokyo. Yeah. I would love that just for the cultural experience. Yep. Like I don't care about the beat, like, you know, going somewhere tropical beaches here, like whatever. I want to, I want to get a nice cultural experience. That's what I'm into. So Yeah. Tokyo would be cool. Tokyo would be sick. And also, I want to go to Colombia. Oh, Colombia. I've never been. I would love to go there. I hear it's fun. Yeah. That's probably the South American nation I would want to go to. Yeah. It's sick. I've seen pictures. A friend of mine just went. We went 10 days. And he was like, yo, it's out of control. They love you over there if you're like American. Oh, yeah. They love you all right. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. But, dude, this was a pleasure and an honor. I'm yeah. happy we got to do this. This was Me really too. cool. Me too. This is fun. I enjoyed the conversation. I hope you did as well. Me too. I love it. What? Um, <laughs> where can people find you, follow you? What's? I know your page is private. I'm a little so private these days, <laughs> but the, the purpose, I might but make like, a few exceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on Instagram, um, it's Brie underscore underscore C S I. So... I'm like I'm, incognito. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many underscores. Yeah, I hate yeah. The underscore thing. Two, underscores. two underscores. Yeah, you know, I used to have my full name on blast, but like my employers would find me. Like everyone who I didn't want to find me found me. I can't use my name because someone else has it. Uh, everyone calls me Lamb. Mm. So. Why do they call you Lamb? I never asked you that. Uh, so like I'm Greek. 
Okay. So for Greek Easter, we do the lamb on the spit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was 18 or 19 years old, and I took a picture with my family next to the lamb, and my buddy Josh and Roth just started calling me lamb, and now <laughs> everybody calls me lamb, and even my mom does too, and no like my way. dad. Yeah. That's so funny. So when I was, like you said, the employer thing, mm-hmm. when I was being investigated by Nassau County, I couldn't use Nick Deus yeah. or Nicholas Deus. Yeah. I deactivated my Facebook from that time too. And I only reactivated it last year because now with Instagram for you to promote shit, you got to have your Facebook link to it. Right. So I, besides that, I never post on Facebook. You yeah. know, it was like, fuck it, the lamp show. I like it. Yeah. And I've just, always wanted to ask you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why so, are you calling so that? <laughs> that's why. And it's just stuck. Like everyone like now too, it's just like, yo, they really call you. I was like, yeah, man. Like, it is cool because, like, if you give yourself a nickname, like, yeah, that's weird. It's a little weird. But my friend Your gave friend, me yeah. Yeah, so they gave me the cosign, and now that's that's it. Like, people are like, oh, yo, you know Lamb? They won't say, like, Nick. Like, it's weird. Nick is so generic. Yeah. Like, how many people call like him? Nick who? Yeah. And they're like, oh, Lamb. Lamb. People think it's my last <laughs> name, too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but it's not. It's not cool? No, no, I'm saying it's not my last name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, well, once again, this was fun. I appreciate it. Uh, for all of you listening, don't be a creep when you go to follow it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some make an exception. Oh. But uh, again, Brianna, this was dope. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This dog off the leash and it's ready to kill. kill. Homie, go finish your meal. I'm coming for real. Taking that food right off of your grill. Nicky too ill. Can't let a drop of me spill. Clogging the lane. I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Benfit, that's a fact. I have Benfit, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, Benfit's Power Cash Rewards card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. Penfed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of Penfed, insured by NCUA. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.